modes of thought in Interran literature, second-year classics, Harvard University. got an upgrade. I totally did. Sounds <laughs> like it. <laughs> Never seen first class so empty. <laughs> this is the first good part of a long and kind of crappy trip. Oh, sorry about that. I'm Gary, by the way. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm... I know who you are. <laughs> I saw your Gilgamesh lecture. I was in Berlin for the conference. Really? Why? I don't look like someone who would attend a lecture for archaeolinguistics. Uh, honestly, no. And that's a total compliment. Thanks. I'm a fan, <laughs> by the way. I like things that are old. What can I say? They're just more interesting. Hey, no argument from me, Gary. Let me guess. Go with me here. You're, you're a Sagittarius. <laughs> that's crazy. Actually, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. So, how do you think the paper went over with everybody? Uh, yeah. I should have went with the Antikythera device, you know. I have a whole treatise on the device and ancient calendars. Everyone fucking loves the Antikythera right? device. Right? Right? Oh my gosh. Ancient technology is low-hanging fruit, as I like to say. I mean, it's right up there with ancient aliens. Well, I'm glad you didn't switch it out. Your paper, it was, it was compelling. I think looking at ancient botany to find a clue to the origin of the Gilgamesh flood myth was very clever. Yeah, never occurred to me. I got lucky. How's that? I suck at plants, man. I can't even keep a plant alive for a week. So I was asking around about the translation of the, the word box thorn, and, and sure enough, the box thorn that has the actual thorns, it's from the South Pacific, you know? Oh. Well, those kind of connections are hard to make when you're looking at Acadian. <laughs> That's the funny part, right? The Acadian was no problem, but botany? Yeah, count me out. Well, I'm not good with plants either. I can tell when the gardener is slacking, though. <laughs> we'll say that. Yeah? You have a nice yard? Yeah, I have a couple golf courses. Oh. It takes a team to figure this stuff out. I mean, not, not the golf course thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with getting advice from smart people. But you have to know what questions to ask. I think your paper shows that you're asking the right questions, honestly. That's really nice to hear. I mean, you definitely seem to be the contrarian in the crowd. It's not the first time I heard that. So, what do you do, Gary? Little this, little that. I own a bunch of businesses. It's boring stuff. Nothing like you're working on, though. And how do you go from boring stuff businesses to an interest in archaeolinguistics? Or are you more focused on sort of classics in general? Oh, actually, I'm a, a bit of an amateur treasure hunter. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Chalk it up to watching Goonies too many times when I was a kid. <laughs> so what kind of treasures? 
I'm currently working with Dr. Steve Totkin to track down the library of the Moscow Tsars. I'm sorry, Dr. Totkin from Princeton? Do you, do you know him? No. I mean, I sat across from him at a dinner a few years ago, but oh. we didn't speak much. But, I mean, he's the world's foremost expert on Ivan the Terrible, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's a brilliant man. Anyway, I work with a variety of academics to fund their pet projects in exchange for just letting me tap into their expertise a little bit, you know? Y you want a drink? Uh, <clears throat> I'll have a beer, miss. Yeah, that sounds great. Another, another beer, please. Yeah. Let's toast. Here you go. X marks the spot. So, not to be nosy, but have you had any success? I mean, have you found any of the treasures you've searched for? If I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no luck yet, but uh, not for lack of trying. Yeah. I, I started off with the easy stuff, some sunken galleons. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Sunken galleons is easy? Yeah, well, easier. <laughs> you, look, you can figure out where they're going and when they went down. And then you just need the gear and their crew for long enough to search an area that you're looking at, you know? It's very achievable. Doesn't take a lot of vision. Just a fuck ton of cash. A fuck ton of cash, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's also where working with other people can get kind of tricky. In what way? Well, okay, so the first few times I tried to search for a sunken treasure, I brought some buddies along. We'd form a little company, you know, like draw up some contracts, but every time someone gets greedy or someone thinks they're getting ripped off, so... Anyway, man, I lost a lot of friends that way. I see. So, it's cleaner just to keep it professional. Well, I found it's better only to have one money guy. And that's you. Yep, that's me. Who else are you working with? Uh, do you know Eileen Schuyler? She's drunk but not a person on Earth knows more about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Tahara Studenian? Tahara, yeah. She located the tomb of Atahualpa. The tomb, yeah, but not the gold. And I, I think you knew Dr. Uh, Yoli Chen? We worked with her before she passed. Yeah, I do. We were friends and rivals. Jesus, it's like you're assembling the fucking Avengers of historical experts. <laughs> you could say that. So, any interest in joining? Um... What... What would we be looking for? I mean, come on. I think you and I both know the answer to that. Look, there are other organizations out there looking as well, but I'm gonna win because... I only work with the best. Do you believe in astrology, Professor? Uh, the ancients certainly look to the stars for guidance. It's dumb, I know, but... Like, I know my mom used to read her horoscope in the paper, hoping for a good day so she could buy some scratch-off lotto tickets. <laughs> Did she ever win? No, not ever. Not once. That's why I don't rely on luck. But there's something comforting about your fate being written in the sky. You know what I mean? Anything bad that happens isn't your fault. It's all just a game. And we're only the pawns. Well, look, Gary, I do 
I kind of find myself with some extra time on my hands. Okay. There was an incident a few weeks ago. My TA showed up in class with a knife. Jesus, holy, what, what? Was anyone hurt? No, luckily, no. But the class is suspended, and, you know, the university has to investigate it. What happened? She was babbling about spies and being followed. Just, uh, some stuff about Antera thrown in there, too. And then she sliced open her own hand. And what? And we all had some sort of mass delusion. As if we could all feel our own hands being cut. One of my students got the knife away from her, and we called security. She's on a one-week cycle. I mean, you couldn't have known. I feel very responsible. <sighs> yeah, well, there are lots of unstable people in this world, so... That's what I tell myself, but Raquel wasn't unstable. I... I don't know. I can't help but think... <sighs> what if... What if someone could just make this all go away? Investigation, the, the questions, all of it. You and your students were on the verge of something <laughs> extraordinary. I'm, I'm sorry, but the class has to continue. I... I'm, I'm gonna think about it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna think about it. Please. Look, I know you don't know me. Yet. And hopefully you, you don't trust me. I need a skeptic, Professor, not a yes man. Like, I've made a business of making the impossible possible. I can help you achieve your wildest dreams. Maybe even shine up that tarnished reputation of yours. You could be the toast of to the town again. Invited to every conference. Not just the fringe ones where the crazies look at you like you're the freak. <laughs> yeah, I gotta think about it. Gary, I'm, if you don't mind, I think I'm just going to get some sleep. The committee's meeting about the investigation right when I get back, so. Yep, so yourself. Just remember, you've got a friend in me. A gift, a cashmere blanket, and an ambient. <laughs> okay, that's next level. I, is this normal for first class? Did you take a look in the back? No. Go look. There's the goat. Yeah. There's, there's no one else on the plane, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because I thought it'd be best if we uh, had this meeting in private. So you bought out all the seats on the whole fucking plane? No, that'd be a waste of money. No, no, no. I, I bought out the whole airline. You bought the whole fucking airline? We're moving out of the Earth age and into air, Professor. All seven planets, including a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, clustered in Aquarius, signaling the start of a new age. What? The age of Aquarius foretells a shift in power dynamics to the greater good. And you could help me find a new technology that will help us achieve that together. Yeah, Gary, I gotta be honest with you. I don't believe a fucking word of that. I mean, I 
like the optimism. Oh, it's not optimism. Sometimes in order to start fresh, everything needs to fall apart. Have a good rest. in Interran literature. This podcast is made possible by Harvard University, a grant from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the Peeler Prize in Archaeological Literature, and the Harbridge Family Trust, with an in-kind donation and production assistance from Wolf of the Door Studios. more information and a reading list, please visit modesofthoughtpodcast.com.